the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. After last weekend's mass shootings, correspondent Greg Clarkson reports. That President Donald Trump is focused on passing gun background checks legislation. The president says he supports both gun rights and background checks. There's been no president that feels more strongly about the Second Amendment than I do. However, we need meaningful background checks so that sick people don't get guns. He says he's been in talks with congressional leaders about passing background checks and hopes the NRA won't be an obstacle to tougher gun laws. Greg Clugston, the White House. A Tennessee convict suspected of killing a corrections administrator before escaping prison on a tractor was captured Sunday. Tennessee Bureau of Investigation said on Twitter that 44-year-old Curtis Ray Watson was caught hours after a confirmed sighting of him. This is SRN News. Larry Elder has a question for the media. And as I'm watching media after media after media denounce President Trump for his hateful rhetoric, I said to myself, are any of these people at all, since they're so interested in assigning blame and demanding that people take responsibility. You ever think about looking in the mirror and saying to yourself, maybe, just maybe, we contributed to this atmosphere that we're now denouncing? The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. And you can embark on an extraordinary 10-day adventure through Israel with the Stand With Israel Tour. It's going on December 2nd through 11th. You get to explore the Galilee region, Jerusalem, and Tel Aviv, all while receiving expert insights on the land and historic sites from Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher. Register for that trip today at am1280thepatriot.com. Good Sunday afternoon, Twin Cities. Let's look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Mostly cloudy, high of 80 degrees. We've got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. 
Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities a full head of hair they can do the same for you their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business if you have hair loss don't put this off another day contact i need at their office in egan for your free consultation experience you can trust prices you can afford today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at i need The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very It's big Sunday, four o'clock. And that means it is the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour. No, not yet, not yet. We have a full hour together. Yes, indeed. And welcome back to the victory hour where each Sunday from four to five, we talk politics, Israel, and the law, and this uh, week will be will be no different. We're going to focus on politics, Minnesota politics. We have with us on the show today, Chairwoman for the Republican Party of Minnesota, Jennifer Carnahan. She was elected as the first Asian American chairwoman for the Republican Party, and. April, late April 2017, and she was just re-elected for another term. We're going to talk to uh, Chairwoman Carnahan about the Republican Party. Uh, We'll talk a little about the last legislative session and how we felt we did as conservatives, fiscal conservatives in the state of Minnesota facing a Democratic House of Representatives, as well as a Democrat in the governor's mansion. 
Tim Walves here in Minnesota. And a very closely contested state senate, which I believe we have a one or two seat advantage in the Minnesota state senate. The upcoming elections will be very important in that regard. Upcoming in a couple of weeks on the Victory Hour, make sure you tune in. August 25th, we will have House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler with us on the Victory Hour, a liberal Democrat from uh, St. Louis Park, Golden Valley area. Ryan Winkler used to work for yours truly, yes indeed, at my law firm, Uh, Several years ago, we have been friends ever since. Yes, I do have many liberal friends. And at the time, I helped uh, Winkler get elected in his uh, his first race out there to the House of Representatives, uh, holding one of the first fundraisers to support my good friend Ryan Winkler. He... uh, he was much more of a moderate then. I will tell him that. I have told it to him, to his face. I have uh, discontinued my support for him as he's fallen off the deep end, though he may be coming back to a bit more of a moderate stance. He was a big proponent of increasing the minimum wage, which I called and told him was a wrong-headed idea and that it would hurt... Uh, Many small businesses, uh, including restaurants, and it has. Uh, but uh, Ryan has, uh, well, he's a smart guy. He, he is no question, and he's a true believer in, in a lot of uh, interesting ideas, ideas that I think do not work. I think our goals are probably similar, if not the same, as I have talked often about eradicating poverty and other uh, issues that plague uh, the capitalist system. But the way to do it is not by giving money away. It's not by creating a welfare state. I'm a capitalist. Come on. Exactly. And Elizabeth Warren there was uh, is one that, that Ryan Winkler, I, uh, I think, has some support for or believes in supporting. We'll talk to him about that in a couple of weeks. August 25th, make sure to tune in to the Victory Hour on August 25th. Before Jennifer Carnahan joins us today on the Victory Hour to talk about Republicans in the state of Minnesota and how we are going to take back uh, the House and stay in control of the Minnesota State Senate, and how the party is going to help Republican candidates across the state. We'll talk a little about the presidential election as well as the congressional races coming up in November of 2020. So stay tuned for that. But before we get into that, I want to talk about two subjects. One, first, as we talk each week, I want to talk briefly about Israel. Statistics as it relates to Israel. This is the same country in the Middle East that Ilhan Omar calls a scourge in, uh, in the Middle East and believes in boycott, divestment, and sanctions. She, she lied to the Jewish community when she came and spoke to the Jewish community and Jewish leaders uh, in the state of Minnesota prior to her recent uh, election to 
House Congressional District Number 5, previously held by Keith Ellison. She lied. She said that uh, she was not in support of uh, boycott, divestment, and sanctions. She did not believe it worked, etc. Shortly thereafter, within weeks, she uh, flip-flopped that position, and now she is a standard bearer and a staunch supporter of boycott, divestment, and sanctions, which is equivalent to uh, calling for the destruction of the state of Israel and delegitimizing the Jewish state. But on a positive note, the Jewish state does not care what Ilhan Omar thinks, and they have been striving, and I want to give you a few statistics, over the last 30 years to improve the lives of uh, their citizens, all citizens, Arab, Muslims, who are Israeli, as, as well as Jews, for all citizens. So let's take a look at a few of these statistics. Nearly doubling in size, the residents of the state of Israel, there were 4.4 million in 1987, and now uh, we're, we're doing these statistics 30 years later as of 2017, uh, 8.75 million, nearly doubling in size. Life expectancy has risen from 75 years to 82 years. The tax rate in Israel has dropped from 45% to 30%. And what has that done to their GDP? In billions of dollars. In 1987, it was $35 billion as a total GDP in the state of Israel. Today, $358 billion is their GDP. 30 years later, a more than 900% increase change in GDP. And the per capita, should you think that this is simply because more people are there to work? No. Per capita GDP went from $8 billion to $41 billion, more, more than a 400% increase. Foreign currency reserves were $4 billion 30 years ago, now $112 billion. Government debt was 270% of GDP 30 years ago. It's now down to 62% of GDP. Wouldn't we like a reduction in government debt in this country? Defense expenditures as a percentage of GDP, 17% 30 years ago, which is significant, and you know they have to have strong defense uh a percentage of GDP, uh, strong defense expenses. Now it's down to 4.5% of its overall budget per, as a percent of GDP. American foreign aid, something many of you look at and think that, oh my God, we're giving huge amounts of money to the state of Israel. It's foreign aid total in the United States is less than 1% of our budget. To Israel, it's a small fraction of that. But the question is, what is American foreign aid as a percent of GDP in Israel? It was 7% of the GDP in Israel, American foreign aid was 30 years ago. It is now less than 1%. Total exports have gone up from 10 billion to 96 
billion in exports. Desalinated water, which is critical in the Middle East, was at 3%. Now it's up to 50%. And annual inflation in the state of Israel, this capitalist state of Israel and one of the most progressive states in the Middle East, 16% 30 years ago, it is now 0.3% in the state of Israel. Everyone assails Bibi Netanyahu. He's been at the helm for the last 10 of those 30 years. It is an outstanding economy in the face of all the harm surrounding it. That's the state that Ilhan Omar wants us to boycott and divest from. It's outrageous. Nothing short of it. We're going to step away, step aside momentarily for these messages. But when we get back, Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan will be joining us today on the Victory Hour. Make sure to stay tuned. And during this break, go to ParkerDK.com. You'll read about one of the best, if not the premier law firm in the state of Minnesota. And more recently in North Dakota as well with the top slander verdict They believe, they say, in uh, state history, just obtained about 10 days, two weeks ago by Parker Daniels Keyboard. We'll be right back with Jennifer Carnahan. Go to ParkerDK.com. Stay with us. Girl, you gotta love your man. AM 1280, The Patriot. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh, man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try it today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, oh. 
Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Is the victory hour this week with the doors? One of my favorites. And every week, many of you tune in, not just for the melodic tone of yours truly, talking politics, Israel, and the law, but also the sounds of the best in all genre. Whether it's Sound of Music, like we had a few weeks ago, or The Doors, or Florida Georgia Line, or Dierks Bentley, or maybe a little opera, or even classical, we go to the foundational fundamentals of all issues, including music. And we're going to talk about some of those fundamentals, the blocking and tackling, that is, the political party machinery behind the scenes that uh, really supports the fundamental foundational platform ideas of each of the parties. And in this case, we're talking about the Republican Party. As we are now joined by Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan of the, uh, she is now going into her third, uh, yeah, completed two years into her third year as Republican Party chair, having gotten reelected recently. Jennifer, how are you? Great to uh, have you on the show again. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Uh, You know, I... uh, I've been watching closely as the Republican Party has, I guess the best way to put it, and this, this goes back uh, five, ten years even, is, is continued on a rebuilding approach. Uh, the party got into some hot water as well as, you know, debt. Uh, and I know that it has begun to climb out of that hole and has really started to support candidates across uh, the state of Minnesota, and I want to talk to you first a little bit about that, Jennifer. Tell tell me, uh, what are the key races coming up, and how do you think the Republican Party is going to be able to help to get the House of Representatives 
back into the red column and keep the uh, Minnesota Senate red? Yeah, well, there's so many key races, again, in our state um, this upcoming cycle in 2020, just like we had in 2018. So starting at the top of the ballot, obviously, with the president on the ballot and the president having great interest in Minnesota, you know, one of our focuses is doing our best to try to help deliver our electoral votes to President Trump in November of 2020. And then we have a U.S. Senate seat back on the ballot again um, since Tina Smith won in a special election. So those are two important races on the congressional level. um, We have the eight congressional districts in Minnesota. There are going to be many targeted races. Uh, The first district, which is southern Minnesota, the second and third districts, which are the south metro and west metro, the seventh congressional district, which is the entire western part of the state, and then the eighth congressional district, which is the northeastern part of the state. So we've got five out of the eight congressional districts that are going to be a focus. And then, of course, as you mentioned, Um, maintaining our majority in the state Senate is a critical priority for all Republicans in Minnesota. And then winning back the state House, which would be nine seats to gain control for Republicans in the state legislature again as well. So there's, as you can see, there's so much um, that we have to focus on for 2020 that we're already out there working hard on um, with our partners and, you know, recruiting candidates raising money, doing all the things that we need to do so that we are not waiting until election year to hit the ground running, but we're doing it now. Have you uh, been able to identify, particularly in the House, I I mentioned that in a couple of weeks I'm going to have House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler on uh, the Victory Hour, and we'll be talking to him about liberal Democrat politics and uh, how he sees uh, the upcoming election going. But what are your thoughts in terms of trying to turn that house so that Ryan Winkler becomes a minority leader rather than the majority leader? Are there seats that are going to be able to be flipped, you know, in in serious races, 9, 10, 11 seats? Yeah, well, I mean, when you look at the map and the seats that Democrats flipped in 2018, and where we have a huge opportunity to flip those back in 2020. I mean, you can you can look at those because the margin was so close, right? If you go look at uh, Maple Grove, for example, right, that right. is not that is not Democrat territory. And with you know, Donald Trump on you know on the ticket, things uh, may change. Turnout will be far different. Turnout will be far different. So you can kind of go look around the metro and see the seats that are really good opportunities for Republicans to take back because they're not Democrat seats to begin with. The other factor that I will share is, you know, there there was a large number of um, what we call President Trump disengagers in 2018. Um, people that came out in strong, steadfast support of the president, but they did not show up to the polls to vote in 2018, but they came out in 2016. So those people in 2016, not only did they come out to vote for President Trump, but then they carried their vote all the way down the ballot for Republicans. And that's how we saw such strong sweeping wins across Minnesota for Republicans. You know, we flipped the state Senate that year in the state House, picked up more seats for a larger majority. Right. Came really, really close in a couple of congressional districts. Uh, and then we went on to flip those congressional districts in 18. So I think that's going to be a significant difference. And, you know, that number of of disengagers that showed up in 16 but didn't show up in 18, we're talking, you know, six figures, right? So you're adding a a massive number of voters to the electorate 
that will help support all of our Republican candidates. We feel very good about that. Well, there's no, you know, there's no question. I, I've been one who's been a bit of a uh, pessimist as it relates to Donald Trump's perspective. Uh, and, and I know that many are aware of this, uh, that he believes Minnesota is in play. Obviously, it was very close in 2016, 40,000 or so votes uh, separating a Donald Trump from Hillary Clinton in picking up the electoral uh, votes for Donald Trump. That uh, is about as close a margin. I believe it is as close a margin, uh, dating all the way back to um, the Nixon era. And so, but but I, you know, I just don't think Minnesota is ready to go for a Republican presidential candidate, particularly Donald Trump, just in my sense of the direction that the state has gone since 2016 when it was so close. Are you getting a different sense of that, Jennifer? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I... Um... A hundred percent agree with you. Now, I have heard what you've said from other people as well. Um, You know, a lot of people have concern or pause after the 18 election cycle. But, you know, the thing that people have to realize as well about the 18 election cycle, number one, the Democrats ran uh, the level of operation in 18 that you would see in a presidential election year, you know, typically political parties. Um, in the midterm, you know, it's not that they're not running an operation, but it's not to the level it is in the presidential year, sure. especially in Minnesota on the Democrat side. They ran that level of operation. They they had turnout that was basically presidential levels on their side. Right. Yes. Um, we didn't have President Trump on the ballot. And despite what people may think about Minnesotans or Minnesota being ready to go for the president or not, he does provide a. Uh, a lot of coattails for Republicans all across the state. And we saw it in 16. So I think that that it's going to be very different because now on the Republican side, what we're doing at the Republican Party of Minnesota is we are investing in the field operation, in strategic voter targeting, in voter registration, right, in identifying these uh, Trump disengagers and Working on that, you know, kind of swing voter, right? We're doing all these things to a level that our state has never seen before on the Republican side in the history of elections. Well, I absolutely love to hear that. And I can tell you, having uh, met with uh, Jennifer Carnahan a number of times, having had her on the show, uh, now I believe this is her second time, and I'm sure before the election we'll have her on again that we're talking about a smart businesswoman who is able to turn those talents into the political arena and has done so rather effectively, I will say. And and I've got to say, hearing it from you, Jennifer, uh, gives me uh, a bit more confidence, and I am glad that you disagree with me on my uh, uh, perspective. I think the mainstream and national media has so damage the wonderful things that Donald Trump has done for the United States and in terms of policy uh, that it it has affected particularly the suburban voter in Minnesota. We're going to talk a little bit more about just that with Jennifer Carnahan on the other side of this break, as well as some other important issues. We're going to slide back to looking at some of the congressional races 
And we're going to talk about the last legislative session and how we did as uh, conservatives uh, in dealing with Tim Walls for the first time. So make sure you stay with us. We will be right back. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. That's the sound of the crisis at our border. That's the sound of special interest groups profiting from our nation's vulnerability. Want to know what the solution to our immigration issue sounds like? Then plan to join us for An Evening with Michelle Malkin, September 24th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Be a part of the conversation that's shaping the future of U.S. security and defending the integrity of our law. Visit am1280thepatriot.com to reserve your seats. Tickets start as low as 1280. Plus, there are elite VIP upgrades available that include front row seating, meet and greet passes, and a copy of Michelle's new book, Open Borders, Inc. We've invited our good friend Ed Morrissey from hotair.com to guide the conversation. What does freedom of speech sound like? An evening with Michelle Malkin at the Ames Center in Burnsville on September 24th. See you there. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. You know the day destroys the night. Night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on we're breaking on through to the other side, and we are now on the other side. With Jim Morrison. We chased our pleasures here, dug our treasures there. But can you still recall the 
So that's what we want to do with the Republican Party in Minnesota. We want to break on through to the other side, and that is uh, the majority in the House of Representatives. And maybe in our next gubernatorial election, get a Republican elected once again to uh, the governor's mansion. I can tell you we're talking to Jennifer Carnahan, Republican Party chair, right now on the Victory Hour about those very issues, the politics of electing conservative lawmakers who will maintain fiscal clarity and good, sound policy uh, rather than a spendthrift idea that allows the welfare state to thrive. So in talking to uh, Chairwoman Carnahan, we, uh, we touched on the five congressional races that are in play. And I want to walk through those a little bit and then talk about a recap on the legislative session that uh, just ended a few months or a couple months ago. Uh, Down in the first congressional district, uh, Jim Hagedorn won a tight race uh, against, uh, who is it, Feehan down there. And it looks like it's going to be a rematch. How does that look uh, to you, Jennifer, down there in the first? Is that something uh, Jim's going to be able to hold? We had Jim on uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, it was a great show. Yeah. So, it's. I mean, that one definitely is going to be what you said. It's a. Re- it's going to be a rematch because I believe uh, Dan Feehan's announcing again um, after we get past Labor Day. Um, you know, Jim won that race by four tenths of a percent, and that that was a seat that was in Democratic hands and Tim Wells for quite some time. But I think with President Trump being back on the ballot, yes, with Jim help. having had, yeah, you know, Jim having had, uh, you know, a, a first term in Congress, and, and now he'll be the incumbent. He has much higher name ID. He has a record he can stand behind. He's been continuing to work the district. So I think there are a lot of positives that will. Uh, absolutely keep this seat in Republican hands. And then moving to the uh, second, I'm not going to talk about the third. You've got Dean Phillips over there uh, in the third. I think it's going to be a, a tough seat, although we've got a uh, a good candidate running against him. Uh, Qualls, is that, uh, is Kendall Qualls running? Yes, there? Kendall Qualls, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a, uh, you know, he's he's a, an excellent candidate, but I just think Dean Phillips fits that district now so well, and he, you know, he runs you know, as a moderate uh, bridge builder, even though he is quite, I know him well, I mean, he's, he's very liberal, uh, but he, um, uh, but in the second district, you've got Angie Craig, now Jason Lewis, I think, probably will end up announcing for the U.S. Senate, not certain on that, but I'm trying to push him in that direction, I think he is a <laughs> Candidate that could well could do well in the uh, U.S. Senate race against Tina Smith, but what does it look like for the second against Angie Craig? Yeah, the second is definitely, in my opinion, and when you look at the metrics, it, it absolutely is a winnable seat for Republicans. Again, having President Trump back on the ballot will be meaningful. President Trump won that district by one and a half points in 2016. And when we look at Angie Craig, she is a very weak uh, member of Congress. And quite frankly, she's a weak politician, especially as it fits to Minnesota. She is very, very far left. Um, She doesn't really try to hide it. You know, you had talked about Dean Phillips 
trying to come across as more of a moderate, even though we all know he's not. I don't think Angie Craig tries to come across being more in the middle. She comes across exactly how she is. And to be quite honest, we just haven't heard a whole lot about her. I I don't think most people are familiar with who she is. And with the right candidate in the second, we can absolutely take that seat back. Are you looking for a candidate now? Do you do you see anything, uh, anyone percolating to the top? We are. There's there's people still kind of weighing their options and thinking things through, and and hopefully we'll be able to have some positive news here right after Labor Day. Very good. Uh, up in uh, northern Minnesota, Pete Stauber. Uh, uh, I think he's going to do quite well up there in the 8th, particularly with Trump on the ballot. It's Trump country up there. And uh, Pete uh, will be returning uh, to the U.S. House, I feel quite confident in. Pete Stauber, I think he's been on the show four times. He is just uh, outstanding. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, he was on early and often, and I uh, he says it, it helped him quite a bit. And uh, God willing, I hope it did. In the seventh, though, is it going to be Colin Peterson again? He's he's tough to beat up there. Well, the the opportunity in the seventh, again, it's President Trump was plus 30 points in that district in 2016. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. You know, the president won um, all 38 of the seventh congressional district's 38 counties um, and outperformed, you know, our other Republican candidates on the ballot and and obviously had um, kind of the the coattails that helped some of them as well. But again, it's, it's with the right candidate that, you know, understands what it takes to run for Congress. You know, it, it's not, it's not just you decide to run one day and your name's on the ballot, right? It takes a lot of hard work and especially Absolutely. in that district because it's so geographically big, yes. you know, the, the candidate has to be working, you know, North to South, East to West, hitting every County, every town, showing up at all the major, major events, raising money, meeting the business owners, meeting the, you know, community leaders, right. It, it's a big undertaking and there are a handful of candidates running right now. So we'll um, see how that continues to unfold as time um, continues to pass. Let's talk now about a recap on the legislative session that just was, uh, how would you describe it, Jennifer? And what were the, key highlights to take away yeah i mean i think you know the challenge is always right we had lost a a legislative chamber in the house so um virtually democrats pretty much ran the the house um we maintained the majority in the senate which was a very positive thing um i say this to people when i travel all over the state uh, that are republicans and speaking to republican groups that we should be thanking our republican state senators because if it weren't for them the Democrats would have been able to run anything through that they wanted to. Oh, it would have been an avalanche. Republic, yeah. Oh, it would have been terrible. But because our Senate stood up uh, for our values and the things that our party um, holds dear, you know, the Senate was able to push back on a significant tax increase. Right. There were a lot. I mean, there were so many other issues Democrats were trying to bring forward. Um, the gas tax, that's one of them. Right. If, yes. If, you know, Tim Walls would have had his way, we would all be paying how much more? What was it, 35 cents more per gallon or yes. something like that? Um, and, and many other taxes in other ways. So we have the Senate to, to thank for that. But I think it was a challenge for them, right? Because any time that the Republican senators stood up for making Minnesota prosperous, keeping us economically strong, not turning us into a socialist state, you know, they just get hammered by everyone um, in the mainstream media, right? About 
you know, how Republicans are bad. And, you know, you see it on social media, you see it in the papers, you see it on TV, how we're trying to prevent Minnesota from being a great place to live and work and raise families. And that just simply is not true. No, it absolutely isn't. And uh, when you look at all of the government takeover legislation that the Democrats have their eye on and the fact that the only bulwark in opposition to it uh, is the Minnesota State Senate, it, it really underscores the importance of this upcoming election and returning our state senators uh, uh who are uh, on the red side of the ledger back to the Minnesota Senate. And, you know, I'm good friends uh, with Paul Anderson out there uh, in the western suburbs where he holds a Senate seat and won by less than, I believe, 200 votes uh, out there uh, in, uh, in the Minnetonka area. And uh, Paul is going to have another tough race, and we're going to have to be out there supporting him. And with Donald Trump on the ticket, it makes it difficult because he's in a district where uh, Trump did not win. Uh, And it's one of those many districts in the third congressional district where uh, Donald Trump uh, did did not do well. And it might have been the uh, end of Eric Paulson, even though he tried to run away from Donald Trump, which, you know, may may have been a mistake. Uh, but it's easy to say that after the fact. Jennifer, let's uh, talk about a, what, what do you think are the key issues to focus on in the upcoming election? Well, I think that health care is going to be an uh, important issue again for people. I think that's always kind of front in mind. Um, the economy, obviously, and jobs, um, for, you know, our uh, border security and what we're doing with immigration. I think those are going to be four really hot topics for this upcoming election cycle. Well, let's make sure to watch them. This is uh, the Republican Party chair who has joined us today on the Victory Hour, Jennifer Carnahan, businesswoman now going into her third year of heading the Republican Party. And uh, we're looking to going into smoother, calmer waters. And uh, Jennifer Carnahan is leading us in a positive direction in that regard. Jennifer, thanks so much for being with us. And uh, let's paint Minnesota red. Thank you for having me. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you. And that was Jennifer Carnahan, Republican Party chair, joining us on the Victory Hour to talk about the races across the state to talk about the significant issues uh, that are facing us today and how the Republican Party is going to be really at the foundational uh, edge of the direction that this country or that this state is going. Because if the Minnesota Senate goes blue this next election, we got big problems. We got to be working to bring the Minnesota House back to red. Now, my guest in two weeks, Ryan Winkler, is going to certainly be opposed to that discussion. But we're going to going to have a an energetic discussion with Ryan Winkler. Make sure to be with us August twenty fifth. Right now, we're going to take another break, but we will be right back. Stay with us. We've got a couple of very interesting topics to discuss about Donald J. Trump. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back.
1280 The Patriot. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd to the 11th. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. Untrue. You know that I would be a liar if I was to say to you, girl, we couldn't get much higher. Come on, baby, light my fire. Come on, baby, light my fire. Try to set the night on. We are lighting fires hither and yon on the victory hour. Fires of clear thought, smart, plain talk. That's enough. Put down the mic. You are a rude, (laughs) terrible person. No, actually, clarity is what we're bringing, which Donald Trump 
loves. And he said earlier this week, with some clarity, Representative Elijah Cummings has been a brutal bully shouting and screaming at the great men and women of Border Patrol about conditions at the southern border when actually his Baltimore district is far worse and more dangerous. His district is considered the worst in the USA. That was a tweet from Donald Trump. He went on to say, as proven Last week, during a congressional tour, the border is clean, efficient, and well-run, just very crowded. Cummings District is a disgusting rat and rodent-infested mess. If he spent more time in Baltimore, maybe he could help clean up this very dangerous and filthy place. This is Donald Trump's tweet. So, what do they claim he is for saying such things? Such things which, by the way, factually, are fully supported. He is a racist for saying such things. What is it in that statement that makes him a racist? Or is it that we have taken that term and so bastardized it, so watered it down to make it meaningless? which is next to criminal in and of itself. Words matter, and having the meaning of words being maintained or at least having some substance to them matter because there are real racists out there. There are white supremacists out there, and they have been since this country was founded, but certainly during my lifetime, many of them. However, they pale in comparison to the threats that we have from across the board, including the threats to our freedom of speech. People say that Trump creates a dog whistle for those who are racist and white supremacists. And they cite Charlottesville as support. It's absolutely wrong-headed. It was taking words, and not even his words, changing his words, and having them apply to the narrative that the mainstream media wants. Dennis Prager wrote a, uh, an excellent article this week regarding that very issue. And if you go to PragerU, you can find on PragerU the most recent uh, video, which it's only five, six minutes long, and it talks about the truth of what, what was said regarding Charlottesville, the truth of what occurred there, not what the media has hyped, not what millions of people have repeated, like the telephone game, where it starts out one thing and it ends up being something completely different. That's right, wrong. And if you go to PragerU, you can read about the truth. You can hear the words themselves, not what those who want to malign Donald Trump and remove him from office want you to believe the words were, but what they actually were. Many very smart people 
believe that Donald Trump said what the mainstream media claimed, well, it just isn't true. He didn't. And what Trump tweeted about Baltimore and about the congressman from Baltimore maybe paying more attention to his district than trying to create more trouble down at the border? If he really wanted to solve the border problem, he would cast his vote in favor of solving the border problem that he has consistently voted against any solution, he and his Democratic brethren. They stand in the way of solving the problem. This is not an immigration problem, by the way. Donald Trump, as well as most of the Republicans, but Donald Trump for sure, wants a large and broad immigration policy that allows immigrants into this country. He is a businessman, after all, and he knows that we need the working man coming from other countries to fill the jobs that we have, to drive this economy. He wants that. He just wants it done in an orderly, safe, and legal manner. It is crazy that we have members of Congress who take a different position than that. They want it just to be done illegally, with no laws whatsoever. It's dangerous, it's wrong-headed, and it's bad policy. It simply is bad policy. It is not anti-immigration to say it's bad policy at all, nor is it racist. Bunk to those of you who say that it is. You know it isn't, and it's disgraceful that you claim that it is. What about what happened in Israel just this uh, past week? Ilhan Omar doesn't speak of it. A student was found stabbed to death outside of one of the largest communities just on the other side of the Green Line. A community that under any plan will be a part of the state of Israel. I am not going to call it a settlement. I'm not going to call it occupied territory because it is neither of those things. At most, it is disputed land. At most. But this is decades old of communities on both sides of the Green Line. Some Arab Muslim communities on one side of the Green Line in Israel proper. Some on the other. Jewish communities on both sides of the Green Line. And they've been able to live together and will be able to continue to. But this student was found stabbed to death. A manhunt under, uh, was uh, commenced and they recently found the man who did it. He is now in custody. Be with us next week. We're going to talk more politics, Israel, and law. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. For more information, go to parkerdk.com. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty. 
Mercy. AM 1280, The Patriot. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.